The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank with Janet Kunst. It's time to turn up your company's marketing efforts. We'll show you how with a variety of actionable plans that you can start using right now. Get ready. Big results are just ahead. Now, here is your host, Janet Kunst. Hello, and welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. I am your host, Janet Kunst, and I am so glad that you're joining us today because we have a great topic, and that's building your tribe, the all-powerful email list. And uh, you may have heard the expression that the money is in the list. Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, Today's topics, we're going to talk about why email marketing is still important, uh, what to consider when choosing an email provider, uh, some email marketing tips and suggestions, and then if you stay through till the end, um, I have a 30-day email marketing challenge that I want to issue to you. So some of the top reasons that we've discussed over the last couple of weeks uh, when it comes to marketing is that you really want to build that expertise into and confidence uh, from your customers into your business so that they know, like, and trust you and build that factor up. And there's a variety of ways that we have already talked about it through content, through networking, and some of the other ways that we have talked. And then a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about um, starting the conversation and building that content, Uh, I mentioned that it usually takes about 7 to 13 touches before a customer or a potential customer actually takes action to buy your product or service. And some of those things that we talked about that that could include are um, a physical connection, so such as meeting somebody at a networking event. It could be seeing an ad, whether it's a physical ad or a Facebook ad or a a Google AdWords ad, um, but they can make that connection through that ad. They could see your logo and maybe you're sponsoring an event or you have a brochure that you're handing out or a direct mail piece. Uh, They'll see your logo that way. Um, It could be seeing your social media posts in their news streams. Um, It could be as simple as a phone call to connect with your customers. It could be word of mouth. Um, We've talked about how important it is to build that connections with your friends and your colleagues so that they know, like, and trust you and can actually be your sales team. So it could be that way that um, your customers and potential customers are hearing about you. But the last way that we had talked about how to get those 7 to 13 touches was by sending an e-newsletter or other email marketing piece. And that's where we're going to concentrate our efforts today. 
And that email marketing piece that you're concentrating on could be a variety of things. It could be an announcement of some sales. It could be product or new service announcements. It could be letting your audience know that you've just posted a a new blog or an article. It could be asking them for feedback on your products and services. Um, It could also be giving away something free, such as an article or an ebook or some other freebie that you want to use not only to make sure that your customers are, are continue to be aware of you and you're not expecting anything in return for it but also to build your list to say to your customers hey here's here's something that I'm going to give you for free if you sign up for my email list but the idea is to make sure that you're staying top of mind with your customers so that when they are ready to make that purchase whether it's that first purchase or that next purchase, you're the first one that they think of. So with that said, let's go through six reasons why email marketing is still important. The first one is that it's actually more effective than social media for customer acquisition. And that may sound a little counterintuitive because everybody's on social media these days and and we're all worried or looking at how many likes our posts are getting or how many followers we have on, so, on Facebook or Twitter or any of the other social media networks. But it's... It, If you look at it closely, social media is really an important part in developing the relationship, but email is actually where the uh, conversions are going to happen. And uh, there's a study out that uh, asked about um, emails and and, and, uh, conversion rates and all that, and it's interesting because it found that people who buy products through email spend about 138% more than people who don't receive email offers. So if that doesn't show you the power of email, I'm probably not going to get through to you today. But I think that that's really important to recognize is that you can talk about your products and services on social media, but when it comes to that call of action, um, you want to do it through email so that you're developing that, that, that connection with them. The second reason why it's still important is when you look at it, email is still the most economic and cost-effective solution for marketing for your business. If you think about it, you can reach a large audience for next to nothing compared with traditional marketing. So if you look at things like direct mail pieces or um, advertising in newspapers or magazines or anything like that, even with your brochures, you're paying not only to print it, but uh, you're paying postage. You may be paying for a direct mail uh, mailing list, and there's other things that are associated with that. But if you look at email marketing, um, you're only paying that monthly fee to send an email to your list of subscribers. And in some cases, you may just be paying $20 a month to send to 1000 subscribers and you can send them several emails a month so you you can do the math there you're paying almost next to nothing um, and according to a, a recent VentureBeat Insight study, an email has an average return on investment of $38 for each dollar spent. Now if you could get that from anywhere else I'd really like to know because that's incredible when you, when you think about return on investment for just a dollar 
um, spent on email marketing. And part of that, again, goes back to what I was talking about earlier, which is it's due to that closer relationship that you have with your customer than if you were to send a direct mail piece. And what I mean by that is your customers have actually opted in to get information from you. So they're looking for that information and they want that information. Whereas with a direct mail piece, you know, those those postcards and flyers that you get in the mail, they're just sending to the mass area. And you may not need their services. You may not even want their services. Um, I, I it just came to mind that my my dad passed away a couple of years ago, and I'm still getting mail for him. That's that direct mail piece. And in some cases, it, if, if it was somebody else, it might really bother them that they're getting direct mail for people that aren't in the household. I still get mail from uh, the for the previous owner of this house, and I've been here 20 years. So you got to keep up with this sort of stuff, and email is an easier way to do it. The next reason why it's still important is it's personal and customizable. And if you do email marketing right, you can actually address the email specifically to the recipient. So you could, so it can say, Dear Joe or uh, Hi Jane, rather than um, all of you listeners out there. And on social media, that's kind of what you, you have. You have uh, this group post and you can't really address it to that person's specific needs. Um, you can, and personalized emails improve click-through rates uh, with call to actions by 14% over uh, and conversions by 10%. So you do need to be a little bit purposeful when you're putting together your email marketing messages and customizing them because you and I both know that nobody likes spam and we are getting a lot of emails these days. So you need to be very cognizant of that. The next reason why um, email marketing is still important is it's actionable. You can actually tell them what to do, whether it's to click through, to sign up, to forward to a friend, to buy. Um, and, and it's really funny because if you think about it, we really do need to be told what to do with an email. Um, if you don't have a call to action, they they may read the email and say, okay, now what? But if you have a really strong call to call to action at the bottom of your email message, which is buy, sign up, um, read this blog post, forward this message, you'll get a lot more interaction with your audience. Um, and you can also create a sense of urgency that isn't necessarily there in social media. So you can do the um, act now, the sale ends in five days, or this offer goes away in two days, or um, whatever kind of uh, sense of urgency that you want to create. The fifth reason why email is still important is it's measurable. So you actually, depending on the email service that you choose, you can actually know who's opened the email, who's clicked through, who's actually bought, who's forwarded the emails, if they've bounced, which means that you have a bad email address. Um, and the top three key Performance indicators are for small businesses are the click-through rates, the conversion rates, and the open rates. And it, it's a little more um, uh, reliable 
than some of the measurements that you can take on social media based on followers and likes and all that sort of stuff. You actually have a captive audience here. So that's really important when you're, when you're considering your marketing strategy. How are you going to measure it? And then based on that, how are you going to modify your strategy so that you can increase the number of opens, increase the number of click-throughs, make sure that they're purchasing um, or doing whatever your call to action is. You can actually ask them through an email if you want to. The sixth reason why email is still important is that um, it's mobile friendly. So it allows you to check check anywhere. And in fact, um, about 56% of email is now opened on a mobile device. So when you're thinking about email marketing, you also have to make sure that everything that you do is geared towards the mobile market so that it can be seen correctly on a, on a phone um, and, and the images are right and the font is right and all that sort of stuff. But um, it's, it's the easiest way to be mobile friendly. And on top of that, you need to consider the fact that millennials love email. And I thought this was really interesting. Um, they, the first thing that they'll do is reach for their phone in the morning. And for us older, older folks, email is still a relatively new thing. Uh, I mean, it's been around for a while, but it's not necessarily the first thing that we do. But for millennials, it's the first; it's their way of life. So that's the best way to get in touch with them. So now it's coming up on our first break. Uh, when we come back, we'll start looking at things to consider when you're choosing an email marketing service provider. So stay tuned. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Let's face it. Marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411MarketingSolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411MarketingSolutions.com. Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business in the knowledge economy with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Kless. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The Soul of Enterprise is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel and simulcast at the same time on the Voice America Variety Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 
472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So before the break, we were talking about the top six reasons why email marketing is still important. And I hope that I was able to give you some insight as to why this should be a a significant part of your marketing strategy. So next we're going to look at what to consider when choosing an email uh, service provider. And no, I am not going to give any recommendations for which service provider is the best because it all depends on your situation and that could open a can of worms because again it's your situation and how savvy you are and there's a whole lot of different factors in there so we're going to talk about the top five things to consider when you're choosing your service provider and the first thing that you need to consider is what is your purpose what is your email marketing strategy? Um, how are how are you going to use it to build your business and build that no like trust factor with your clients and potential clients and your target audience? And you also, as part of this, you need to consider how big is your current list. And it doesn't matter if you have five people on that list or no people on that list or 50,000 people on that list. You need to consider how big your list is and how you're going to and how you're going to grow or whether you're going to grow or what direction you want to take your uh, email marketing strategy. So the second thing that you need to consider is what features do you need? There are a lot of email service providers out there and there's a lot of bells and whistles that you could get and you just need to make sure that you're getting the ones that will um, benefit your service and how they meet your needs now and in the future. Uh, A lot of us have that shiny ball syndrome where we're so impressed with all the bells and whistles that uh, software or or service provides and we, we sign up and then we get to the point where we say, oh, I don't know how to use this or this is too complicated or this is too expensive for, for my needs. So those, so there's a lot of things that we need to consider when you're choosing that service provider. And some of the features that you need to consider are um, how do they handle spam compliance? I'm sure most of you know that uh, there are spam laws, which means that you can't send emails without permission and, and you have to have certain things within your email message to make sure that it complies with the laws. Um, can they segment your list? So instead of sending everybody the same message, are there ways that you can actually tag each individual subscriber to, to say how they got onto your email list, what some of their likes and dislikes are, um, where they're located, if there's a, a location requirement for your business, that sort of stuff. Um, One of the other things that's really important that you need to consider is the number of emails that you're able to send each month. And this may sound kind of odd because usually what you'll see when when you go to sign up for an email service is they'll say they'll have the different levels and they'll tell you how many subscribers you can have on each level, which is all well and good. But you also have to look at the number of emails you can send per month. So, for example, you may have uh, an email uh, provider that has uh, 
a segment that you can send or, or a, a price that you can send five you have 500 subscribers or a thousand subscribers or 5,000 subscribers but you also need to look at the number of emails so for the five 500 subscriber email package you may have 3,000 emails for that month uh, and that means that you can send your emails out six times a month um, before you get to that limit so if you're sending more than six emails a month you may want to go up to the next package and if you're on the $1,000 or the 1,000 subscriber package and you're only sending one a month and you're at um, 400 subscribers, you may want to go down a package. Um, so you really need to make sure that you're looking at all those details. Another thing that you want to consider when you're looking at the features is, do they have autoresponders? And we'll talk about that later, but in general, an autoresponder is a way for you to get somebody to sign up for your email list. And maybe you have a, a, a series of five emails that you send out to welcome them, welcome them to your business, give them a little bit of background information, send them some articles or, or whatever to get them to start engaging with you. So you need to make sure that... Um, if that's what you want to do, you have access to that. Another thing that you want to consider is, uh, are they template-based? So if you're not a creative person and you need templates, you need to make sure that they have, they have a variety of templates that you can actually use. And if you are a creative person, is there a way for you to um, put together templates yourself? Um, for you to use. So that's another thing that you need to consider with features. You need to look at their reporting features. Uh, what kinds of reports will they give you as far as bounces and and uh, open rates and uh, click rates and that sort of stuff. Um, you also, there are some services out there that will actually check your email message to make sure that it passes the spam filters. So if that's important to you, you need to check on that as well. And the last thing that you have to check on with features is what kind of support do they have? Do they have an online help service? Um, is it a paid service to get uh, actually a person so, to help you out? Or is it just a, a database that you can go through and ask questions? Then on top of that, you need to look at um, integration. And what I mean by that, does the, the email service provider integrate easily into your e-commerce site if you're, if you're selling products or services? Or, or does it work well with your website? You know, there, there are certain email providers that work well with certain types of websites. And this is really important because if you're, if you're starting out and you um, choose an email provider and, and uh, it doesn't quite work with your website, but you're okay with it, um, you need to make sure that going forward, you're still going to be okay with it. I have a client right now who I'm working with that we built their the website about four years ago, and it's a pretty good website, but we didn't expect the growth that they're having right now, and we didn't expect the challenges that they wanted to, or, or the the uh, information that they wanted to put in place with an email service provider. So we're looking at a custom site with a service provider that um, can kind of sort of work into that site, 
but it may very well be that we not only have to change the service the email service provider, but also build a new site. So, so it could get very expensive if that integration doesn't work. Um, the next thing that you need to consider when you're choosing an email service provider is price. Uh, what is the cost per month for the service? And you really need to make sure that that's something that you can live with. It may be 10 or $20 a month, but over a period of time, that's $240 for the year. Is that something that you can uh, afford? Or is there some other um, service provider that you can use for now and then uh, upgrade at some point? The other thing that you need to consider with price is are there overage fees? Um, sometimes if you go over the number of emails that you're allowed to be sent you're allowed to send each month, they may charge you for the overage. Um, you may want to also look at free trials. Um, a lot of the email providers, do you have free trials that they'll provide you, which means that you get 15 or 30 days to try out the service. And that's a great way to uh, work on it so that um, you can actually try them out before you buy so that you get a, a chance to see how it works, see if you're able to work it yourself, or if you need some help in, in integrating it or creating your emails or anything like that. And how do they upgrade? Is there, a way, is there an easy way for you to upgrade your service from there? And then the fifth way, that thing that you need to consider when choosing an email service provider is the ease of use. And this is really important because once you buy the service, you need to be realistic. Are you going to use all those bells and whistles or do you just need a plain, simple, straightforward service to use? Don't buy anything that you can't figure out later and don't buy anything that's so simple that you're going to have to choose to change services over and over again. I have a couple of clients that have asked me for help with their um, with their email services. And uh, it's funny because uh, they've bought something based on the recommendations of their friends and they've gotten through it to a certain point and the, all their email lists are in there and all that sort of stuff. And they can't figure out how to do it, how to work it. So they come to me and ask me to fix it. And I just look at it and sometimes I just have to shake my head because it's all messed up because they didn't know what they were doing. But the other thing, though, too, is that um, there are services that I've used in the past um, that I would never use again. Uh, just because of their ease of use, it didn't look like they were paying attention to what uh, their customers needed, or um, they, they were just all about making sure that they had uh, the customers rather than making sure that it was easy to use. And I would never recommend them. But going back now, they actually did listen to their customers and they've changed things around so much that it's so much simpler to use than it used to be. And the, and uh, my clients are getting better click-through rates and better open rates using those services than they would have uh, two or three years ago. And the same is true on the opposite side, too. Uh, I have a couple of services that I've used that if you had asked me a couple of years ago, I would have recommended right off the bat because they were easy to use, they were um, 
very user-friendly and were just able to get all the information out to your customers that you needed to and get the responses and everything. But now they, they kind of rested on their laurels. So now they're not that easy to use. They haven't kept up with um, the trends in, in digital marketing. So some of them aren't responsive and things are, go wonky and people can't open the emails or they're bouncing all over the place when they didn't used to bounce. So you really need to make sure that you're keeping up to date with all the service providers and uh, their features and how easy it is to use. And I would, and going back to the, um, the point before, I would actually take advantage of some of those uh, free trials to make sure that everything is working correctly and that you're happy with that service. So now that we've gone through those things to consider um, when you're choosing a service provider, it's actually time for another break. And when we come back, we'll look at some of the some email marketing tips and suggestions. So stay tuned. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Like what you are hearing on marketing that won't break the bank? Join our mailing list to receive show updates, exclusive bonus materials, and more information on marketing for small businesses. To sign up, visit 411marketingsolutions.com forward slash radio. If you are a small business owner or a creative freelancer in pretty much any field, you can't miss Let's Get Radical. Your hosts, Jody Paydar and Liz Gold, will help you redevelop your plans, policies, and practices to take a radical turn in order to achieve new success. They spotlight the latest in technology, attitudes, what others are doing, and what can help you. Tune in every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. And let's get radical. Each week, Larry Sternberg joins Dr. Kim Turnage to explore management issues from culture to discipline in Managing to Make a Difference. Join Talent Plus for 60 minutes of dynamic conversation, including real-life management examples helping you manage teams across the globe. This series airs on Voice America, the business channel, Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Managing to Make a Difference every Thursday afternoon with Larry Sternberg and Dr. Kim Turnage. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back. Uh, Before the break, we were talking about the top five things to consider when choosing an email service provider. And I hope that there were some tidbits in there that made you go, hmm, when you're you're thinking about either starting your email marketing uh, campaigns or thinking about switching to another service provider. So now what we're going to do is we're going to look at some tips and ideas um, for you as you create your email marketing strategy. 
And the first thing that we're going to do is is look at some general email marketing tips. Um, the first thing that you need to do is you need to find different ways um, for your audience to subscribe. So you may have a, a subscribe here for my, our newsletter on your homepage. You may have some uh, lead pages that um, you can or or squeeze pages that you can set up so that you, you're giving away a free book or free something and um, you can have uh, pop-ups we've all seen those pop-ups you can ask for them to subscribe through your social media um, channels there's a lot of ways that you can find for your audience to subscribe and just make sure that you cover them cover all your bases the second thing that you want to do is you want to give them something in return for their email address. A lot of people, because of all the emails that we get these days, are in some cases reluctant to provide their email addresses. But if you're giving them something in return, for example, say you're giving them a report that they can download or a tip sheet or discount or, or something in return for their email address, they're more likely to sign up um, for your email list. Uh, you need to remember to get permission to send your emails. So they do need to opt into that list. And uh, so that down the road, they don't say, I didn't sign up for this list. So why am I getting this? And they reported a spam. Um, and speaking of spam, uh, you may have noticed that when you sign up for some of these email providers, you actually have to uh, use a real reply to address. Uh, you, you shouldn't be using the do not reply at your domain.com because that kind of says that there's nobody monitoring this. But if you use your name at your domain.com, um, it will actually say, hey, there's a face and a person behind this, and they're more likely to respond to your email messages. Um, and then uh, the other thing that you need to consider when you're, um, when you're working on your email marketing is you actually need to build your own list. There are services out there that say, hey, we'll get you a thousand subscribers and give you all their email addresses and all that sort of stuff. And you really don't want to do that because, number one, you don't know who's on that list. Number two, it may not be their, your audience. And number three, you may get a lot of bounces or uh, unsubscribes and you could actually get kicked off of your email service provider for that. So you really want to make sure that you're building your own list and that they're actually asking you to be part of that list. Um, you want to make sure that you keep your list clean so that you get rid of all those bad addresses on a regular basis. Um, the service providers do look at your bounce rate. So if you're, you have a lot of um, email addresses that are bouncing like a nice bouncing ball, they're going to start uh, giving you some nasty messages about that. What you also want to do is you also want to find a balance um, when you're sending your email messages. Uh, one of the, the relevancy group found that one of the biggest problems people have with email is they have inbox overload. O over 44% of that survey said that their biggest problem was inbox overload. And I'm sure you're all aware of that because that's something that we've seen increase over the years. And you want to make sure that your audience really wants your emails and that they're not just going into the spam box or the junk, junk box or the trash. 
Um, so make sure that you do that. The next thing that you want to really make sure of, and this is really important, and I've talked about it a little bit, is you need to stay on the right side of can spam. Now, can spam is the um, the laws regarding sending email messages. So there's a couple of things that you need to keep in mind, and you've probably noticed it in the past. Um, you need to actually use a location. So uh, can, the reason why some of the serv all of the services actually ask you to put in a an actual address is because of the can spam laws. You have to have a physical address so that they can they know that you actually exist. Um, and the other one, and sometimes we want to get rid of it because it's it's it seems obnoxious and counterintuitive, is you need to provide an unsubscribe option um, because that's part of those those laws and regulations too. And um, I don't know if you've probably noticed it, but you do get a lot of spam messages that are just email email. Uh, messages and there's no way to unsubscribe and you really want to unsubscribe and at least for me I really want to unsubscribe but I don't want to send them an email because if I send them the email and ask them to take me off their list then they've actually figured out that it's a live email address so I may get some more emails on top of that and I don't want to do that so it just goes on in the trash but you really do need to have an unsubscribe option and that actually goes towards that no like and trust factor because if you have that they know that if they unsubscribe you're actually going to um, abide by that. And the key point with the unsubscribes is to make it easier for the user. Uh, you need to make your unsubscribe, and I know I'm spending a lot of time on this, but you need to make it visible and easy, one-click process. And I love this quote um, that I found while I was researching for, for this today's topic, is to remember, if users can't find the, the unsubscribe, they can find the spam button and they will report it as spam. So, so keep that in mind when you're, when you're working on your emails. Um, one of the other things that you need to make sure that you have is a clear call to action. That call to action, can, as we talked about before, could be anything from buy now, click here, um, uh, forward to a friend, um, subscribe now, whatever. But you need to have a way to tell them what to do. Um, in order for your emails to be effective. Um, you need to make sure that you're designing for, for mobile. Remember the, that there's about 54% who uh, only open their emails on, on mobile devices, so you need to make sure that you're showing up okay on that. Um, you need to personalize your email, so rather than hi everybody, it's hi Jane or, or Frank or whoever, you need to segment your lists, which you've, we've already talked about a little bit, and make sure that you have those groups so that when you do have a message to send out to a particular group of people, you, you don't have to go through and say, okay, I want this person to get it, but I don't want this person to get it. So make sure that you segment your list. And then you also need to test your emails to make sure that you're getting the optimal emails out to your customers. So there's a couple of different things that you need to test. Uh, one is your subject line. Your sub subject line does matter. 
And um, when you're you're optimizing for mobile, you need to remember that a shorter subject line is better than a longer subject line. Uh, one of the other things that you need to test is um, an image-laden uh, email versus a text-only email. And it's really interesting. Um, I've done this several times, and it turns out that in a lot of cases, when it's personalized, the text-only messages work a lot better than, than the ones with images in them. And in fact, I'll get email replies back from those, and I'll, and I'll be looking at it, and I'm saying to myself, don't you realize this is an automated email message? And I really don't know, need to know that you're not coming to the whatever, um, but thank you for letting me know. So, so you need to test those. Um, you need to test your diff different templates. There's a lot of different templates that you can use. And you just need to choose like colors and backgrounds and images and all that sort of stuff and see what's, what works. And then you need to uh, look at the tone of the message. Are you friendly? Are you authoritative? Um, how are you addressing your audience and, and how is it being received? So those are a lot of things that you can test to perfect your, your email marketing messages. And then as far as uh, email marketing copy, uh, we already talked about the short subject lines. Um, the shorter, the better. Um, the other thing that you want to do is you want to avoid using words that will get caught in the spam filters. So, um, and you're probably familiar with some of them, but it's really interesting how, how important this is. So words like free, you shouldn't use, you shouldn't use home-based, you're a winner, um, things like uh, refund available, that sort of stuff, because they will get caught in the spam filters and then go directly to the junk folder or the spam folder rather than getting read. Uh, you want to tell stories and solve problems. So people re react well when you're talking to them about something that they can relate to. So telling stories is really good. And uh, if you listened a couple of weeks ago, we talked about the fact that you need to be able to solve problems and simplify their life or, or respond to questions. So those are things that you want to think about when you're putting together your email messages. How am I telling a story here? How is this solving a problem? How is this simplifying their life? And what do I want them to do as a response to the, the email message? And uh, you need to be a, a giver. And what I mean by that is, uh, just as we had talked about the fact that all of your social media posts, you want to do the 30-70-10 rule. Um, so you want to make sure that you're getting, to, or that's 110%, you want to do the 30-70 rule so that 70% uh, of your content is informative and then 30% is selling. So you want to make sure that when you are sending out emails, it's more informative, you're giving them something that they can use and uh, not expecting anything in return. Um, so... We're, with automation, what you're looking at is you're really looking at how you're going to get people started on your service. And you're looking at things, and you can set up automation and autoresponders so that you can tell facts about your service, um, ways that, that your products can save time or money, 
um, industry insights, get to know the team, uh, testimonials, that sort of stuff. Um, and it's a good way for you to start that interaction with your customers or your audience. So it's time for our last break. And when we come back, we'll wrap up our discussion on e email marketing. And I also have a challenge that I want to issue, which we had talked about earlier. And then we'll talk about some of the things that are coming up on marketing that will break the bank. So stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Let's face it. Marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411marketingsolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411marketingsolutions.com. Get a unique and playful insider's take on the biggest stories in tech, media, and entertainment. Join Lori H. Schwartz, well-known technology catalyst, comedian, and geek girl, as she and leading experts in the media and content business dive into the biggest stories in technology trends, consumer behaviors, and its impact on Hollywood. If you're looking to respond to the tech-fueled changes in the marketplace, then tune in to the Tech Cat Show Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business and syndicated to Voice America Women's Channel. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. We've covered an awful lot of ground today, talking about the importance of email marketing and giving you some tips to help you choose your service and effectively build your email list. So let's take a moment and review what we've gone over so far. So uh, we went through the six steps of, or the six reasons why it's important to keep on on top of your email marketing and those were that uh, it's actually more effective than social media for customer uh, acquisition we, we looked at the fact that the money is in the list because you own the list and you own you own those content contacts rather than looking at followers and likes and all that and there's a, a better way for you to uh, talk to your customers through email. Um, it's economic and cost effective. So we talked about the ROI being about $38 to every dollar spent on email marketing, as opposed to looking at um, 
direct mail or some of the other traditional forms of marketing. Uh, We looked at the fact that it's personal and customizable, so you can address it to a specific person and talk to them directly based on how you've segmented your list so that um, if they're, if you're selling, um, clothing and you know that it's a male and that they're interested in these types of jackets or these types of pants or whatever, um, you can actually customize your, your email to have their name on it and some of their buying habits and, and offer them something that's based on their past behaviors. Um, it's actionable. So you can give them a call to action and you can actually track how they um, work with that action, which leads us into the next uh, reason why it's important to have an email marketing strategy. It's measurable. It's more measurable, in fact, than uh, some of the social media uh, strategies to measure engagement. Um, You can actually look at click-through rates, you can look at bounces, uh, opens, and buy rates through your email service provider. And also, email is uh, mobile-friendly, so you need to make sure that everything that you're doing on email is, is directed towards that on online experience or, or that phone experience. And then we looked at some of the things that you need to look at when you're choosing a service provider. The first one was, uh, what's your purpose? What's your strategy? How are you going to use your email marketing to um, spread your message? How are you going to use it to build that know, like, trust factor with your audience? Then you need to look at the features. What do you actually need? with an email service provider, um, not getting caught up in all the bells and whistles, but actually figuring out how uh, you're going to use the email and what, you, what services you actually need from your email provider. Uh, then we talked about integration, making sure that your email provider works well and plays nice with your website and your e-commerce site um, so that you don't run into bigger problems in the future and and expenses associated with trying to integrate them. We looked at price, which was really important because depending on your budget, you have to look at how many emails can you send uh, per month, what what your strategy is, how much can you afford, And again, going back to the bells and whistles, what do you actually need when it comes to your service provider? And then the last thing that we looked at with that was um, the ease of use, meaning that um, you want to make sure that you can actually manipulate the the email messages the way that you want to and that there's there's it's very user friendly so that you can use it and you don't need a, a master's degree or whatever to figure out how to use it and if there is support that you are you are able to uh, get to it very easily and then we gave you I gave you a whole list of tips that you can use to get um, your email marketing going and uh, what you should and shouldn't do with regards to um, can spam laws and and engaging your customers and using autoresponders. So now that we've gone through that whole recap, um, I do want to issue a challenge. And what this is, it's a 30-day email marketing challenge. Now that you're all email marketing experts after after this talk. So what this will do is each day, 
you will get an email message from me um, that will talk about a different part of uh, setting up an email campaign, why it's important, how to start with a plan, how to put together that first welcome message, um, how to test if you need to test, how often you should mail, um, the purpose, how to repurpose your emails, how to repurpose your content, um, how to use a sense of urgency, um, and how to become a, a better copywriter. And yes, I will give some tips and, and uh, recommendations for email services and all that just to get started. So this is a great way for you to um, have a concentrated time to put together your um, email marketing strategy and have a way for you to actually have a community that will help you. So as part of, not only are you going to get the email messages from me each day, but you're also going to uh, have access to a closed Facebook group where you can ask questions and I'll put some tips and tricks in there as well. Um, There'll be daily blog posts as well as the email messages so that you can, and worksheets to download so that you can start setting this up correctly. So if you are interested in doing this, and it's forty-seven dollars for for the thirty days. Um, it's usually a ninety-seven dollar value, but because you're we're doing this through marketing that won't break the bank, it's forty-seven dollars. So if you're interested, head on over to mysocialmediamarketingworks.com/slash/thirty-dash-days to sign up. And I'll I'll post that on my social media on my Facebook page and I'll post it on Twitter, um, so that you have that to go to as well. Just sign up um, and we'll start. You'll get your welcome message immediately. We're going to start next Thursday, which is uh, June fifteenth. So uh, you have a little bit of time to get ready. Um, and if you're listening to this after June 15th, don't worry, you can start whenever you need to, but feel free to invite your friends to join in. Um, it's going to be a a fantastic time, um, for you to get to know others who are, who are listeners and for you to get to build your list and, and interact with me and ask me questions and, who knows? You may stump, stump me every once in a while. So I'd really, uh, I challenge you to take part in this. And so we've, we've made it through, through today's uh, episode. And I know that it's a lot for you to take in all at once, but it is important for you to, so that your marketing efforts are successful. Um, we do have additional bonus materials for, um, for today's episode, and it's a list of market email marketing tips, some that we went over, some that we didn't. So if you uh, you haven't signed up for our email list for the show, you can go and get them at http um, 411marketingsolutions.com slash radio. And again, if you have any questions about what you've what we've covered, if you have any questions before you sign up for the 30-day marketing challenge, uh, you can feel free to drop me a line at Janet at 411MarketingSolutions.com. And again, don't forget to sign up for the 30-day email marketing challenge at mysocialmediamarketingworks.com slash 30-days. 
And now I'm going to give you let you know what's happening in next week's episode. We are going to be talking about it's all in the plan, building your marketing roadmap. And up until now, we've we've just been talking about some of the content that you need to build, but you actually need to build a business and marketing plan. And my guest is going to be Mickey Gubman, who's a focal point business coach. So what we'll be talking about is why it's important to plan and put together that business and marketing plan, some of the key components, and how to successfully implement that plan. So um, if you have any comments or suggestions on topics that you want to hear, please send me an email at Janet at 411MarketingSolutions.com. Don't forget to sign up for bonus materials. And I want to thank you all for joining me today on Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. And I hope it's been informative and you've come away with some new ideas to market your business and are ready to take on the challenge. So have a great week and I'll see you on the flip side. Thank you for tuning in this week to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Be sure to join Janet Kunst for another edition of the program next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now you can use what you've learned in today's show and step up your marketing efforts. 